the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, as you're stuck with me, we're talking about car, car repair problems, and i got a little bit of business to take care of, and then we're going to go to the phones. Quality transmission in Tempe has been around since 1980s. Actually, since 1977. I was looking at a different number here. Since 1977. Bob at Quality Transmission is one of my favorite business owners because he teaches me a lot. He shares the mistakes he's made and how he's recovered from them. He actually has a, a log, so to speak, and it's kind of like he calls it his Bible. He, it's his kind of reminds me of the mistakes I made. It reminds me when I've jumped to conclusions or when I've, when I've, uh, I, I thought this was going to be an ugly situation and it turned out really, really good. So he's an experienced business person. He knows how to fix transmissions. You're going to get his best effort. He's not the cheapest, nor is he the most expensive guy in town. He's a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, so that means his transmission work is warranted anywhere in the United States as long as you go to the ATRA website and find a shop close by where you might be broken down. They each warranty one another's work, and it's a fraternity that's second to none. Quality Transmission has been serving the East Valley again since 77. He's on McClintock, north of University in Tempe. Let's go to the phones. And Eleanor, good morning to you. How can I help you? Thank you, Mark. Good morning. Uh, yes, I'm a 78-year-old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> and, okay. I have, and I have a fire engine red 1985 300ZX. Mint condition. I've, I've pretty much spent a lot of money on it. But um, my nephew uh, wants it, uh, mm-hmm. and he lives back in Nebraska, and I'm thinking about driving it back there. But um, can you – I want to get it all ready to go. Can you recommend somebody who can work on that to, uh, 300ZX Nissan Dotson? All right, well, let me ask you a question. How many miles a year do you put on that car? Oh, um, two or three hundred. I mean, okay. a, all right, how many a, miles are on it now? A hundred thousand. Okay. Um, th- this is how I look at this, Eleanor. You're only talking about an oil change to drive that to Nebraska. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the world in, at three thousand mile increments. So, do we'll, if we did an oil change and aired up the tires and checked everything over really good, you did a normal thirty, forty, fifty dollar oil change. Mm-hmm. And you had them know that you're going to travel 12, 1,500, 2,000 miles to Nebraska. Right. I don't know that I would probably want you to go in the heat of the summer. Are you thinking about fall, maybe? Uh, yes, you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm thinking because 
we, the cooling system and the air conditioning system are going to be the two that you're going to need to have if you're going to go in the summertime. I'm thinking fall might be a better time, but I did you do. and I both know that 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 car's a rocket ship. So you can't give this you can't give this to a, a young man who's wrecked the last three cars he's owned <laughs> because this car is going to rip his shorts off. I mean, that's that ZX is a very, very high-performance car. <laughs> Hopefully this young man is of good stature and has never been arrested and probably has maybe no traffic tickets in his history, <laughs> and then that would be a good thing. I know. I have no children of my own, and I'm I, I just uh, giving this car to to him is I, – I, I said he can have it if he promises – to garage it, uh, you know, uh-huh. because it's been garaged, you know, forever. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it is a beauty. And, uh, yeah, and I'm not, I'm worried about even having someone back there in this little town in Nebraska that can even work on the darn thing, you know. So. Uh, well, and then, you know, at your car your car is 20 years old, and so I'm hoping you're not going to tell me it has the original hoses and belts on it. And if it does have the original hoses and belts in it, then I want to move you to late October, early November. Okay. And I want you to keep your fingers crossed, or you're probably going to have a bill that's going to be north of 500 bucks, somewhere between 500 and 1,000 by the time they put the fan belts on it, the timing belts on it, the upper and lower radiator hoses, the heater hoses, and flush it and put new coolant and clamps on it. It's going to be an expensive proposition. Um, that thousand dollars might be better spent just to have it shipped to Nebraska and let him. Uh, oh, I hadn't know, even be, thought be about that. To shipped, it. shipped. Oh. Yep. Oh. And there, there is a transportation carrier in Chandler called Reliable that mm-hmm. I have used to haul very expensive cars before, and they have different levels of of trailers and stuff. But they're the kind that that they haul million dollar cars all over the United States. Now, I wouldn't suggest that you would want your car to have its own berth on the, the truck have surrounded it, have, by fuzzy walls. Have its own walls. what? Its, its own, own what? berth. 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 Oh, berth. Okay. Have its own berth okay. in the truck with mattresses on all four walls and, uh, you know, and a, and a fire suppression system. That's not what you want. On the other hand, you don't want this car taken to Nebraska in an open trailer. Okay. So, so you might call Reliable and see what they charge. Give them the zip code. And okay. uh, and say, hey, I want to ship it from this zip code in Arizona to this zip code in uh, Nebraska, and 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 can you handle that? And you know what? That that wouldn't be bad. And here's why: all the work that needs to be done on that can be done in Nebraska because if you have it done here and take it there, there is no warranty on it because it's only to the original purchaser here. Mm-hmm. So that shop's going to warranty it to Eleanor when it's her car. But when it goes to Nebraska, they can't warranty it because the car's in Nebraska. It would be better to let him, and maybe he'd learn a little bit by doing some of those hoses and belts himself. Right, right. Well, uh, he probably have to because, uh, you know, it's a little tiny town in, in uh, western Nebraska, and, um, I mean, he, there there's nobody back there that I've, I've not even seen a car oh. like that. No, 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 no. Don't think that, though. There's plenty of us gray-haired guys all over <laughs> this country that were born and raised in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Those are probably easier than some of the newer cars, you think? Thank you for saying that. You're yeah. exactly right. The sophistication level on this car, um, on a 1 to 10 scale, with 10 being what we have today, this sophistication level is maybe a 4 or 5. And oh. frankly, it's 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 a it's even though it's a... It's a hot rod car. It's nothing necessarily special that you can't open up the Internet and get information specifications on it. 
So um, don't don't think that there's not going to be some gray-haired guy that had a couple of these himself. And if he's in western Nebraska, then that eastern bank of Colorado is available to him as well. And Colorado will have a lot of these 300 ZXs. You mean the western bank? So. Western mm-hmm. Bank, yes, ma'am. Eastern Bank, of, Eastern of Colorado to the western portion of Nebraska. Okay. Don't they, <laughs> right, don't no, they touch yeah, somewhere no, in there? It's, yeah, because yeah. Denver's south of of, uh, of Scotts Bluff. Okay, very good. Mm-hmm. So shipping it, um, uh, okay, okay. That's it because I thought, boy, uh, I don't know, driving it back there, um, a little concerned about that. If I should get stuck. You, you, it's gonna. It's going to be cheaper for you to ship it without you having to do all the rubber components and fly home. So it's well, going I'd to be half free, as so much. that's no big deal. Okay. Uh, I'm a retired right. well, then, flight yeah, I was going to say it's okay. I was going to say it's half as much. Now I'm just going to say it's 100% as much. <laughs> I got it. Okay. So, all right. Good luck. Thank you, Eleanor. Thank okay, you. Okay. Bye. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. And Greg, good morning to you. How can we help you, Greg? Hi, Mark. Um, I had a question on GMC or I guess GM. Uh, service four-wheel drive issues. I've got okay. an 05 Yukon that my family has owned since new, um, and I think this will, right now I need to do it again, but this will be the fourth time we've had to replace uh, the encoder motor on the transfer case. Okay. So I guess my, my question is, I know it's fairly common on these vehicles, but is there an underlying thing that's causing this, or is it just a bad part? Because it always seems to last about a year and a half, maybe two years, so I'm out of the warranty period and I have to pay the... Eight hundred to a thousand dollars to have it fixed again. And you're talking about the motor that picks between two wheel, four wheel, four wheel high, four wheel low, and neutral. Correct. Okay. Do you ever exercise that motor yourself? Very rarely. My wife drives the car mostly. Um, we go camping in the oh, summer. Oh, it's her fault. So every, every yeah. So every now and then, yeah, you know, fault. when I go drive on the dirt roads, I'll put it in four high just to kind of drive it, and then. It seems to be good for most of the year, and then like what it's doing now is it automatic. It'll put itself in four high just when you start the car, and then if you try and put it in two high, it'll drive for a little bit, but then it like slips into neutral and acts like it's in neutral. Okay, I think it's time to have somebody else look at this. Okay. I, I think it's time because we need. Well, this is the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different <laughs> outcome. If yeah. this is the same as what you've got now, there's going to be inputs from the transfer case to the computer. And and so when it asks for four-wheel drive, the computer's going to command four-wheel drive and command lock the front differential. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's going to have to know that that's happening. So I, I'm a little confused about the, the motor. But, but I can't tell you this much. It's, it's not necessarily the motor. I'm not even convinced that the motor was your problem. I, I'm okay. I'm wondering what the connections look like, and if there's a, got, if we've inspected the harness as far as we can inspect it to make sure that we don't have any rats chewing on it or anything okay. like that, which is a, a problem that we've never had before, but we got like big time now. Uh-huh. And, and and another thing too is, at the first of every month, I have an iPhone, and at the first of every month, I just tickle it. Every month, I I send myself a message that says, four wheel drive high, and so okay. that morning I put it in four wheel drive high. And I'm going to drive a straight line for 10 miles. I'm, going to, I'm not going to make any hard 90-degree right turns or left turns in four-wheel high. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to exercise my motor, and then I might go to four-wheel low when I'm in a parking lot. But I'm going to exercise all of those every month. Okay. And I have found that the customers that do that have much better luck. 
and and the worst case scenario is is you get stuck and you ask for four wheel drive and it won't give you four wheel drive because all it's seen for the last two or three years is two wheel drive. Okay. And so we've got a motor that hasn't moved and it's in a dirty part of the car. And so as okay. a result of that, uh, my suggestion to you would be is exercise it once a month. But it's time for a new look. It's time. Okay. Don't don't take it back to who's done it before. Take it to somebody else. Okay. And, and let somebody else have a fresh. And I'm I, I'm specifically concerned about its ability to make changes, which leads me to believe that either we have a bad input, or we've got something that's shorted down there. And I'm talking about the connector or the harness. Okay. All righty. Good luck, okay. Greg. Thank you very All much. Right. Thank All you. Right. You betcha. 602-508-0960. That's the number. The lines are wide open. Gil is our engineer today. He is our uh, Actually, flying the plane. Renee and I are sitting in the back just doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Tr- nothing. You're just keeping me on track? Trying to. Making sure I do all my spots and yes, everything like exactly. that. And pointing at the clock on saying, come on, come on. He, Somebody Gil has Sands, to. it's 30 seconds away. <laughs> Somebody right. has to. I know, I know. Keep you in line. That's true. That's true. And, uh, and, and then when we come back, if we don't have any callers, I'll tell you a story that happened this last week. And it's an ironic story. It's... A customer takes his shop to takes his car to a shop and they say it needs fifteen hundred dollars worth of this kind of work. Takes it to another shop and they say it needs fourteen hundred dollars of this kind of work. So what do you do then? I'll have an answer for you right after this break. I'm Mark Salem. Renee sitting here next to me. My wife. We'll be right back right after this. Maybe Hugh Hewitt should be running Donald Trump's campaign. Mr. Trump, welcome back. Good to have you again. Good morning. Will you name members of your cabinet early so that the whole conservative movement in the middle of the country see a serious team that Donald Trump has put together? I would be inclined to do a lot of it early. You don't have to do all of it, but a lot of it early. I think that would really rally a lot of people to you. No, I like like that idea. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. High tech meets low prices at the Home Depot's Red, White, and Blue Savings Event. With savings of up to 30% on appliance special buys, you can get a spacious GE Slate side-by-side refrigerator or an innovative Samsung stainless steel French door refrigerator for just $9.98. 
great new fridge for under a grand and savings of up to 30% on appliance special buys. Shop red, white, and blue savings only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid July 13th, U.S. only. See store for details. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, this ain't good. Timing belts done shrunk, one size too small. No spark plug wires. Welcome back, everybody. It's 21 minutes after the hour, and uh, it's okay though. Gil's taping the show for me, so oh, okay, I just good. kind of screwed up my end. And, and uh, but Gil is my hero, and okay. uh, he's taping the show. Anyway, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, now's the time to call in. The lines are wide open, and Gil gets you right on. I want to talk to you real quick about IMM Auto Service. Uh, David at IMM Auto Service, I've known him since, gosh, the late 70s, the early 80s. He's a really good guy. He specializes in import and domestic cars, but he specializes in where he really shines is if you have a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, you should really get to know IMM Auto Service in northeast Tempe, either south of the 202, just west of the 101. These guys are exactly the kind of technician you want if you have a specialty car. We call it a one-percenter car, a car that doesn't represent more than 1% of the market. But when that car goes crazy, and every time you roll the window down, the air conditioning turns off, or every time you you open the door, the radio station changes, you need someone who knows that car inside and out, and it's going to be a lot cheaper if he's fixed that problem before. That's why IMM Auto Service is on my personal referral list, and it's because he really does good with Fiat's, Volvo's, Alfa Romeo's, and Saab's. But if you've got any kind of a domestic or import and you're in the northeast part of Tempe, another good thing about all of our shops, and David is one of them, it's if he's not the best guy, he'll refer you to somebody who is. All of us have your interests in front of our own. So IMM Imports, been around since 1972, northeast quadrant of Tempe, good place for you to go yeah we had to take a car there this week to have it reprogrammed yeah, yeah after we worked on a sob and uh, they were yeah they did that for us and there's an inner there's a a, a a what's it called inner it's a connection 
where you have to connect the car to the cloud. And, right. and you, you cannot, one shop cannot possibly buy all of those connectors, all of those things to connect you to the cloud. So we have Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Honda, mm-hmm. Toyota, you know, Subaru. We have some of those. But when it comes to the current, those one percenters right. that David works on, and, and it pleases me that we, we send business to them because they are better than we are right. at what we're doing. Right. So that's exactly. interesting. Thank you very much for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we were talking, though, uh, at the end of this last break about what? About somebody took their vehicle oh. in and they told them that. They took a Tahoe in and they were told that the upper control arms were bad, the bushings and the ball joint, and that was causing inside wear on both front tires. And the the, the owner said that he was having a tough time keeping it in the line. And then they wanted, he had a brake pulsation coming off the freeway, which is a warped rotor, and they had quoted him to, to cut all the rotors. And I think his bill was fifteen or $1,600 bid. Mm-hmm. He takes it to a second shop, and the second shop says there's nothing wrong with the upper control arms. You're, you're just out of alignment. They also found wheel bearing issues on both fronts that could cause inside edge wear. So then, and their estimate was within $100, even though they were bidding something completely different. And they also said, we're just, we want to do brakes on the front because the pads are down to, to a, to a, a critical level, Pretty but, low. but, yeah. but not down to where it's dangerous. So we want to do brakes, but we want to do wheel bearings on this and we don't want to do upper control arms. And both of them can cause inside edge wear. So he has a dilemma. What do you do? Yeah. Who do you believe? Exactly. And this is what I told him. You believe whoever looks you in the eye and says, I'm here to fix your problem. When I'm done, the car's going to go straight down the road. I'm not going to wear the inside edge, and I'm going to eliminate a brake pulsation. And they only cut the front rotors, which I told them, I'm pretty sure you only need the fronts. The rears rarely do they warp. But, And I'm also going to offer you this. At the end of the day... I'm going to fix all the problems you have, your inside tire wear, your alignment issue, and I'm also going to fix a noise that you have that you've gotten used to. So when you get in it, you're going to drive and say, wow, it's a lot better. And especially the noise that when you turn right and left in a 45 to 55, 65 mile an hour curve to the right or to the left, it's a yeah, 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 yeah noise that he probably has just grown used to. It had 140,000 miles on it. So you look at the shop and say, which one of you is going to guarantee that your work is not a guess? Which one of you is going to fix my brake pulsation problem? Which one of you is going to fix my the fact that it doesn't steer or 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 uh, drive nice? Which one of you is going to take care of this noise that evidently one of you says I have? So that's how you do it. You just look them in the eye and say, I don't. I'm not paying for guesses. I'm not paying you fifteen hundred dollars to have you call back and say, Yeah, you need front wheel bearings because yeah, that's what but, he's saying. Yeah, but see, that's what I was going to say. They both are going to say that. This is absolutely going to fix your problem, but then I would be afraid that the other guy would call him back and say, "Oh, by the way, we need to replace some wheel bearings too." It's and always you a possibility. No, yeah, that's always a possibility. But that's why you enumerate the specific things that you want. He wants his brake pulsation fixed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to wear the inside tires. Now he's already replaced them, and he's got brand new ones on there. It won't take long to see if those insides are wearing again. So he, 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 he just, I mean, he has to, and then, of course, it's obviously going all over the road because the alignment's out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not because of the upper control arm bushings or the upper ball joints. It, the other shop says it's because of the wheel bearings. So when he drives it, though, he'll know, though, okay. right? He'll know because yes, it's going to be tighter, better, and everything. Okay. Yes. All righty, 602 Who did we have waiting? Gil? Marty, Marty, good morning to you, Marty. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Yeah, I just got Marty. a general 
a general question I've always wanted to ask. Uh, I've listened a long time and never heard this, but I, I do a lot of work on my cars, but if I do a tune-up or a brake job or something, it's like the next day my back hurts, my muscles hurt, I got bloody knuckles. So how do you guys do that stuff every day without killing yourself, or, or do you have a lot of repetitive uh, joint problems and carpal tunnel and all that stuff? You know, I don't think we do. I don't think so. I think they must just work up to it and get used to it. I mean, they do get tired when they get up in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah, yeah. they're. But, and you know, uh, Marty, that that that's an interesting concept because, um, the thing that that gets our guys and me and everybody else in the shop is the dog on concrete floors. I was just gonna say that standing on the concrete that's right. all day. And every single one of them has a different shoe that they wear that they swear by. Mm -hmm. Red wing here and this tennis shoe there and this boot here and this boot they all have different oh and insoles and outsoles and you know uh, padded this and padded that and yeah. stuff like that i know todd just takes lots of motrin right. <laughs> and you know what i think it's kind of odd and i don't know why this is but a lot of our technicians are smaller shorter like we've had a couple t big tall guys mm -hmm. but like eddie he can crawl inside the cab or not the cab but underneath the hood of a yeah. vehicle and he can fit right in there and, so and it's you're right funny. But it also has to do with just repetitiousness. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but I'm putting a pad, a concrete pad in for a dumpster at the ranch. And at the back of the, of the pad, I drilled three big holes in the ground using uh, a bobcat. And I put four-inch pipe in there, and then I backfilled it with concrete. So I had to mix nine bags of concrete and put three bags in each one of those holes at the same time, keeping the pole straight up and down. And, and I was pretty surprised at the end of the day that I wasn't sore, but all the stuff that I do at work is the same as what I did there. And so... Sitting in your chair? Oh, boy. That's, <laughs> talking on the phone? That's going to cost you. <laughs> that is going to cost you. Uh, talking on the phone, that's true. That's true. That's true. But, but to answer your question, I think it's just the repetitiousness of... of we do lots of ladder climbing. Stepping yes. up on bumpers, stepping up in the bed of the truck, stepping up on on st um, every one of them has a little uh, uh, what do they call that? A little step stool. Step kind of. stool yeah. that they stand on as they work on the cars. And a lot of times with the big trucks, they'll let the air out of the front tires and set them down on the ground to where they can work on them with just standing on the ground. Exactly. So um, I think it's just because that's what we do. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. For the first time in the history of the modern Olympic Games, the entire track and field team of a nation has been eliminated from competition. As the Financial Times of London reported, Russia has become the first country in sporting history to have its athletics team banned from an Olympics for drugs offenses after failing to prove that the national doping regime could ensure athletes were clean from performance-enhancing drugs, end quote. What the IOC actually found was that it wasn't just that the Russian government could not ensure that its team would be clear of performance-enhancing drugs. Instead, there is the open accusation that the government itself wanted the athletes to have these drugs and, furthermore, that the nation's spy agency was actively involved in an effort to try to get as many athletes as possible to get competitive benefits through the use of performance-enhancing drugs. It all points to a return for Russia to the kind of Cold War identity that was the reality for so much of the second half of the 20th century. I'm Albert Mowley. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk real clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee, my partner in crime. And uh, right now, it's 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and you just said something a minute ago. You were teasing me, and you said something about how can you – Marty called in, and he says, when I work on my car, I can hardly move the next day. You know, how does your technicians fare? And I think the answer to that is is our guys do the same thing every day, so they're not sort of – now, I'll, I'll give you a good example of something that we didn't tell Marty. There are times that you'll have to get on a creeper and slide underneath the car and work with your hands up in the air all day long. So yeah. you're working on the underside of something, and you have to work on uh, upside down, so to speak. The guys will be sore the next day after that. But you just got through telling me a few minutes ago before you made the snide comment about me being in my office and on the phone all day long. You just got through saying to me, you're not going to help me 
get the weeds out of the garden. You're not going to help me put the shelves up in the barn. You're not going to help me get the three horses in and spray them off. Because why? I'm tired. <laughs> I've been working all week. You have been? <laughs> yes. Sissy, you were in Pine yesterday. What were you doing in Pine working yesterday? No, I was there for... 30 minutes. Don't worry what, about what, it. What, 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 what were you doing there 30 minutes? Shopping? Yes, probably. Okay. All right. I know shopping's kind of hard. It I know. is. But, but now you're going to go and watch TV while I go work in the barn no, and work with I'm the horses. No, I'm going to watch TV. Oh, what are you going to do? Take a nap. Oh. <laughs> okay. All righty. Let me tell you about Larry Harker's real quick, and then we're going to take Chris and Teresa. Larry Harker's Auto is at 38th Avenue in Indian School. And I'll, and I'll tell you, there are a lot of times I'm going to suggest that you drive to Larry Harker's Auto, and I'll tell you why. Because he is really good as a diagnostician. I had a guy call in the other day that had a problem with his throttle-by-wire system, and he had replaced everything from the front bumper to the back bumper. And I said to him, I think you need to go talk to Larry Harker's Auto. Talk to Bob. He's their chief diagnostician. Ellen and his wife, she works the front counter. And talk to Bob about this. But don't tell him about all the things that you've done. Don't tell him about all the things that are that you think it is. Just tell him what the problem is, because he's the kind of guy that will figure this out. But nobody wants to take and have someone wave that red flag in front of them and say, I bet you can't fix my car when no one else has been able to do it, because that's a loser for sure. But Bob is that kind of guy, and there's been a lot of times in the last six months that I've sent people to him, and they write me back and say, that was a great move. I'm really happy with what they did. So if you have a specific problem with the car, Bob's one of the best diagnosticians I know, and he's at 38th Avenue in Indian School, and he's been around since 1967. All right, let's go to the phones. We're going to go to Chris first. Chris, good morning. How can we help hey, you? Good morning, Mark. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir, I can. Okay. I got a bit of a problem, and I've got a long history with you know the automotive business. So worked for Mercedes Porsche and Audi, believe it or not, back in New Jersey. But um, okay. I, I came across the car. A friend of mine, uh, for real, little old lady, about 82 years old, got a 1995 Buick Century in absolutely showroom condition. And she did whatever her mechanic told her to do. So everything's always been maintained. So much was new in there. It was, like, incredible. All the hoses, all the belts, the battery, the starter, the Everything had been done on this. Well, I get it. I'm driving it around, happy as can be. And um, I pull up on the freeway, and I take off, and that 3.1 engine's got some guts. Not, it's not really a performance engine, but I could shifts up into third and then goes into fourth, and I'm going about uh, you know, the fourth lockup, I think. And I'm going about uh, three miles, and all of a sudden it dropped down into third. And I thought, well, that's peculiar. And I backed off on the accelerator, figuring maybe it'll lock back up again. No, it didn't work. So it's been operating like that ever since I got it, where it'll hold forth, that was a lockup, for several miles and then drop off. And I've checked okay. the fluid. This fluid is pink, okay? Um, it's up to level. And I just figured, you know, I've been saying to myself the last couple of weeks, I've got to give you a call, see what you thought. I think I would uh, take it to a transmission shop. <laughs> I think the possibility exists that we're yeah. losing... Um, an input. You see, uh -huh. um, there was a problem with Chrysler's Chrysler vans where you're going along at 60 miles an hour in fourth gear. Call yeah. it fifth gear if it's lockup. Okay, right. overdrive plus a lockup. Right. And then all of a sudden the speedometer drops off and and says instead of doing 65, we're now doing 12. Well, the computer looks at 12 miles an hour and says, "Gosh, I should be in first gear," and it shifts oh. the transmission to first gear at 60 miles an hour. Not good. So 
and, and that throws people up into the dashboard and it causes a little bit of problem and usually some <laughs> wet drawers somewhere along the line. But the yeah. idea is, is that's what's going on. It, it, it's entirely possible that there's some load sensor, there's some yeah. input that the computer's saying, oh, wait a minute, he's going deeper into the throttle. We're not gaining any speed. I think he's going deeper into the throttle. I think we're not gaining speed, so I'm going to downshift it and put in third. So we're going to have to look at what we call serial stream data. We're going right. to plug in our scanner, and we're going to go out, and we know what everything should be. Yeah. If not too long ago there was a Ford I had read that had a map sensor, and a map sensor is run by engine vacuum, and of course with the card idle it's 18 inches of vacuum, 17, 18 inches of vacuum, and when you throttle up, uh, the, the vacuum drops because you've yeah. opened up the, the butterflies and your 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 uh, the vacuum's going to drop, a and the map sensor was bad. Uh -huh. And the map sensor was lying about what was really going on, and that was causing the transmission to shift funny. But it wasn't a GM car that had that. It was something right. else. Uh -huh. But that's what I would do. Is, is I Now, another thing you can do is manually shift it, because that's the first thing the transmission shop's going to ask you, is when you manually shift it, can you hold it where you want it? So now you start in first, yeah, go to I second, go to third. Yeah. Right. Okay. I want you to manually shift it to see what happens because we're going to shift that, that transmission with solenoids, and if one of them is bad and for whatever reason it's shorted and uh -huh. it decides to unlock or lock, then it's going to change the gear. Right. So that's are that's what I would do. Is, is are these solenoids in the trans or outside the trans? In the transmission. Oh, you did have to say that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and you're typically going to replace the pack of them all at once, and usually yeah. it's going to be because of the wires have broken or the insulations off of them, or they're just shorted out. But what part of town do you live in? I'm over in Peoria. Okay, on the northwest side is Adolph's transmission. Yeah. On the okay. northwest side is Adolph's transmission, or yep. Phoenix, or or uh, Qual. What's the name? ATE. Of that? Uh, Automatic Transmission Exchange down on 40th and Washington. Yeah. Okay. And then quality transmission in the East Valley. So I only have three transmission shops right now. Okay. Northwest, Adolph, Adolph, South Phoenix. Adolph is, yeah, Adolph is over here. I know where he is. Yeah. Um, there's another one. Uh, I'd go see him. Okay, Adolph. Okay, because he's been around since God invented the dirt. You know? He has. He has. He 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 actually. Um, I think he cut. He was a barber in his early life, and I think he actually cut uh, Jesus' hair. That's how long ago he's been around. We gotta go. All righty. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Teresa. Please stay right there because I'm gonna. I have to take a break, and when I come back, you'll be my first caller. I promise. We'll be right back right after this. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online 
They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. It's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth, attended by Donald Trump, Steve Forbes, Glenn Beck, and the most brilliant conservative minds today. It's Freedom Fest, July 13th through the 16th at the Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. This year, come here Senator Rand Paul, author George Gilder, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and more. And don't miss your chance to win $25,000 in prizes organized by Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code SALEM, all caps, at FreedomFest.com. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and just like I promised to Teresa, I'm going to take her call first. She waited through the break, and I appreciate that. Teresa, how can I help you today? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I have a Honda CRV 2012, and it's still under warranty, but not for long. Okay. Um, there's been a problem with the steering wheel vibrating, plus the front seats. And especially when I have my foot on the brake at a stoplight, no strong vibration in reverse and no vibrations in neutral at all. So I just, I did take it to the dealership and they replaced the part. I don't remember what it was. And they said, oh, it's done. Well, it wasn't. So it's still vibrating. That was about three weeks, three months ago. Okay. It's still vibrating. Did they replace a motor? Okay, but did, you don't remember what part they replaced? No, I don't remember. It was nothing big, and I it was all free. Yeah, I didn't have to pay anything. Okay. All right, all right. So, so let me let me get this straight. You're sitting in the traffic light, and you're in drive, and there's right. a vibration that you can feel. Really strong, you, and it's gotten stronger. Okay. So if you were if you were out in front of your house and you pulled up in front of your house and you just stopped and you left it in drive, there would be a vibration there. Then if you put it in neutral, the vibration would go away. If it you put always. It in reverse, I've, said, vib- I've, I've tried doing that on numerous occasions, and uh, okay. yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. Okay, so you have no vibration in neutral or reverse under the same conditions you have a vibration in drive. A little vibrations in, in reverse. Slight. Okay. All right. Well, the, the, the reason I'm asking you these questions is, is to kind of hone in on the issue because if you – we've just gone from scenario, from scenario one to scenario two. Scenario one is, is we only have a vibration in drive and nothing in neutral, nothing in reverse, and that typically points towards a motor mount. It typically points towards the back motor mount underneath the firewall, which is what we call the firewall side of the engine. I so think that's, that's what the, they replaced. Okay. I, so – if if that's the case, then then it either wasn't that, or they didn't situate the motor mount right. So okay. what I would do is take it back to them and just and be polite, and I would write it down, and I would hand one piece of paper to the service writer, and I would tape the other one to them to the mirror. 
you want to talk to the technician. Here's what I've got. Here's how to make it happen. The last time I had it in, you replaced a part number so-and-so because you can get that off your receipt. And right. that didn't help the vibration at all. And and then you need to tell the technician, did it, did it make it worse or better? Because here's why. Maybe the mount was bad, but the technician didn't situate the mount properly. Maybe he didn't get it in there exactly straight. Maybe he wants to reposition the mount because sometimes we have a little bit of, of leeway left and right and up and down and so forth and so on. So you say, you didn't make it better and you didn't make it worse. That's scenario A. Or B is, is it's worse now than it was before. And that's going to be good for him because he knows he's on the right track with the mount. So when you say, you, you did this and you made it worse, then that's a good thing. It's, he's not going to think that you're, you're being mean to him. Okay. So if, but on the other hand, is you haven't changed the vibration in the least bit. You haven't made it better or worse when you did your last work. That will be just as helpful to him as well. So yeah, those I think are the if, important things. I think if right after he installed it for about a week, it seemed to be there wouldn't be as much vibration, and as time went on, it got worse and worse. And it's and pretty again, strong. It's, it's pretty strong now. I can feel it. I feel okay. like I'm in a vibrating chair. All right. Well, then another thing, and this is the car is completely stopped, but you're in, in drive with your foot on the brake, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing I want you to do is turn the air off and see if that makes a change. Um, okay. So when you're in drive, turn the air off. And sit there and then turn the air back on and turn the air off and turn the air back on. I don't want you to do the fan. I want you to turn the air conditioning off. Okay. And I wonder if it's something to do with the air conditioning. It's not uncommon for us to have what we call a grounded compressor or a grounded hose where the vibration from the compressor is transferred through the hose to the body of the car. Okay. That's not uncommon. So I want you to check the vibration, or check to see if the if everything is still there when the air is on and off. If you find out it's not, that will lead them in a completely different direction. Okay, so I will mention that to them also, that when yes, the air is off, uh, it still vibrates or doesn't vibrate. Okay. That Oh, there's three possibilities. It, it's When the air is on and off, it makes no difference. When the air is on or off, it doesn't make a difference, or when the air is on or off, it makes a slight difference. There's going to be three different possibilities with two different possibilities. It's the same. It's going to be the same. It's going to be better, or it's going to be worse. So okay. that's kind of how, 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 how we work on cars. We're looking for change. And so if he can duplicate the change and you can tell him how to do that, that's the best thing to do. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Well, thank you very so much. much. All right. You're welcome, ma'am. And Mike? You're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? Good. Good. Thank you. Hey, I um, have a uh, kid that's got a 2002 uh, Chevy Impala, and okay. he went and uh, turned it off at the gym, and then uh, went and worked out, came back out, started turning it over, according to him, saw some smoke, turned it off, and then nothing would happen. I went down there today, checked the battery. The battery was definitely bad, so I went and put a new battery in it, but still nothing. So what would be causing that smoke at that particular point? If you, would it be a starter or I don't know? Well, it, it, 
to be honest with you, you're asking a question that can't be answered until after you identify the defect, and then you're going to be able to answer the question, how come the smoke? Is it possible at all that he tried to jumpstart this thing and got the cables crossed and burnt a fuse link on it? Now that I don't know, he did say he tried to jump it, and it wouldn't jump. So, And I don't okay. know if they did jump it wrong. So, Okay. Down, down at the starter there is a fusible link and it's a piece of wire where the wire it's a piece of wire surrounded by you know red coating or green coating or whatever black coating and the wire is designed not to let the car catch fire it's designed to burn internally so it will literally just break the wire in half now sometimes it will punch a little hole a little burnt hole in the cover and sometimes it'll just burn the cover and then there'll be smoke so whenever Whenever a customer admits to letting the smoke out of something, I always ask because 99 times out of 100, jump starting has been part of the part of this process. And after you're all done, then you put the key in the ignition and nothing happens. No click, no no try, no crank, no crank fast, no crank slow. Nothing happens, and that's because the entire circuit's been knocked out because that fusible link is burnt. So if you and want, that, you go to the top of the starter. Okay. And you're going to find a, a probably a red wire, and you're going to just gently tug on the red wire. Now, I want you to picture this. If the insulation is intact, but the wire is broken inside, as you tug on the wire, one end is fixed at the starter solenoid, and the other end is loose. As you tug on the wire, if the wire is broken, the insulation is going to stretch like a rubber band, yes? Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. But if the wire is intact, it won't stretch at all. And that's how you check to see if this fusible link is burnt. So, so at that particular point, if that is the case, do I just uh, get a whole new wire then to go from the starter back up to the battery? Yeah, you're just going to go into the auto parts store and say, can I have six inches of uh, whatever the, the – the, on, the, on the fuse link, it'll say 10 amp, 20 amp, 30 amp, something like that. And you okay. say, can I have 10 amps, uh, 30 amps, six inches of 30 amp, and I need a 3 8 eye for one end and a barrel connector for the other. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> And that's All right. what you're going to do. Yeah, now, you know, hey, one other thing real quick. Huh. One other thing real quick. I want you to go to MarkSalem.com and go to FAQ 28. FAQ 28 is going to help you identify what's going on with respect to when you hit the key and nothing happens. Okay. So FAQ 28 at MarkSalem.com and take that outside with you. Just print it and look at it. And you're going to be using the headlights as kind of a voltmeter. And that will help you understand what's going on and why won't it crank over. So basically, I'm going to turn the headlights on, and then you're going to watch them kind of like uh, kind of dim out and come back bright again. Well, there's three different kinds of dim outs: just a slight flicker of the light, and then it drops the light substantially, or it takes the light completely out and pops right back on, or it comes back on slowly. So there's all these different things the headlights are going to do, and I'll help you diagnose them because this is one of the most popular FAQs I've ever written in my life. Oh, good, good. So it, it gives you an idea of whether the battery's bad, whether the starter's drawing too much amps, whether the engine's locked up, or whether you have a bad battery connection. So it, okay. it helps you diagnose a no-start, no-crank situation. Okay? Good, good. Now, hey, listen. All right. When you get home, let your wife take a nap, because that's important for you to be happy, okay? Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> no problem, Renee. He, he, you guys he's later. siding with me. 
Okay. All right, he's siding with me. He's siding with me. That's you can take a nap anytime you want, I sweetie know. pie. I know, babe. Yeah, just I'm going to be able. Can I have the same honor? So when you say you I need do. some help in the garden, I want you to get the rototiller and till for two hours. I'll say, you know what? I think I want to take a nap. Is that okay? Hey, don't be. You're so not supposed funny. to strike me. That's that's spousal <laughs> abuse. I know. All righty, Gil. Anybody? That's it. All righty. When we talk about car repair, the most important part about car repair is is self-defense for car expense, and that's your responsibility, you as the consumer. If it, it, all of us, and and certainly not just people with children, but the people with children are have a built-in lie detector (laughs) inside their chest. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. You have a bigger one than most people. Oh, that that might be that might be fine. But but the idea is is that we. So when when you're being told something and it doesn't sound right, doesn't feel right, but the most important questions that I think people neglect to answer or ask is is what, especially in the, I took my car in for an oil change and now they want to do a thousand dollars worth of work. Mm-hmm. The question is is what are you going to fix that I, I know of now? A lady took her car in to one of our our best car repair shops and they told her that she needed a timing cover. And and she didn't understand why. It's a $2,500 repair. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, do you have any leaks? She says, no. And I said, okay. So I called the shop and I said, this, she's coming back in. And I, I talked to the owner and I said, I'd like you to be involved in the inspection of this. And he calls me back and he goes, I know she said she didn't have a leak, but the underside of the car is completely wet. It's all the way to the back bumper. The back of the trunk lid is all covered with oil. And he says, and the timing cover has a hole in it. And the oil, this is engine oil, and it is leaking. Mm-hmm. So I maybe it's not leaking underneath the motor side, but he says, everything from the windshield backwards underneath the car is covered with oil. Mm-hmm. And I said, the only thing you should have done is taken her from the lobby and taken her back there and showed right. her that. Yeah. But she had a good point because I said to her, the timing cover's bad because it's leaking oil or coolant. Are you losing either one? And she said no. Clearly, she didn't, she didn't grasp the importance of, 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 of what I was asking her. Mm-hmm. And so if they would have taken her from the lobby in and said, look at the underside of your car, look at all this oil, look at this, look at that, and go on from there, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I think I'm... Got another minute you left. I want to remind you that the best car repair shops was born in 1988. The number one thing on the radio I was asked is, where's your shop, Mark? And I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to pretend like I'm the best shop in the whole wide world. So I began to refer different shops throughout the city. And out of that, the best car repair shops was born. The shops have to go through a pretty stringent procedure where we make sure they have the necessary insurance and that they're answering their complaints and that they're that they 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 they're doing it what you're supposed to do it and we know that it takes about five years in the auto repair industry for you to become a good manager and so we ask that the present owners and we only accept owners and we don't take chain stores but the present owners have at least five years of experience a lot of shops don't have it so if you don't have five years we won't take you. But when you hit five years, we will take you if you pass all the other ones. 
So the list of car repair shops is paint and body shops, mechanical shops, transmission shops, diesel shops, tire shops, performance shops, all kinds of stuff. And it's all available at MarkSalem.com. Or there's an app now. And there is an app. It's yep. called Best Car Re- or Phoenix Best Car Repair Shops, and you can get that app. That way, if you're stuck in a part of town you're not familiar with, you can find one of my shops. My name is Mark Salem. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.